Something Good, episode 25. It's me, Sarah, and a plane flying overhead. How are you doing? So crazy. I'm actually coming to you bright and early in the morning because um, I didn't record a podcast last night because I was up doing work for my other job, but I wanted to make sure we got it out. So better late than never, right? Smiling? Okay. I know we're all annoyed with any sort of excuse from me. So what are we going to talk about today? I was meditating, if you will, on this topic. And so I put up some polls on Instagram, which you should be following me on Sarah Cousins Design. And I put up some polls because I was just curious about how people are feeling um, right now, what their planning on doing in the future after quarantine's over. Um, It was inspired by, I listened to the high-low, the most recent episode of the podcast with Dolly Alderton and Pandora Sykes, and they talked about how they have, like, a few friends or people they know who have kind of, like, very low-key said, you know, I actually don't want my old life back. I like my life better in quarantine, which obviously you know, those are coming from people that aren't essential workers that are not in life and death situations. That's obvious. But I thought that was so interesting because it's like, you know, it's something that is so widely complained about and moaned about. And so the fact that there's people, like a secret uh, group of people who really think the opposite. Um, Are we getting 2016 election vibes here? LOL. No, thank you. We're not talking about that. Um, So anyway, so I put up some polls. So um, first, so let me, let me read you. Are you finding that you have a shorter attention span for things that you used to be able to get through? So that was my first question. Um, The reason I asked that is because I have found that at the beginning of quarantine, I legitimately was having trouble reading a news article, let alone a book, um, which is one of the reasons why we had Skylar on the podcast, because I was like, please help me be literate again, um, and literary, etc. And basically, what I was thinking here was like, am I the only one? Uh, answer is no. 91% of people that responded said, yes, I am having a harder time getting through things that I used to be able to get through super easily. And this is such like an annoying, obvious thing, but it's because we're all on social media all GD day long. And I mean, nobody wants to hear about my social media timer, but you guys, I put it on there 45 minutes. I'm not allowed to break it. I'm no excuse. Oh my God. There's a bird in the gutter looking out the window and he's making a nest. Oh, he's looking at me. Okay. Goodbye. Um, so I'm really trying to limit my time on Instagram and I've been doing it somewhat successfully and I am feeling like, oh my gosh, what do I do with myself all day other than work? And so the answer is read. So, but I don't know, like I needed something on my phone to read, if that makes sense, because the habit is holding my phone. So anyway, I downloaded the Kindle app on my phone, and I also downloaded this app that we must all get called Simply E, 
which connects to the New York library system. I'm sure that your public library, wherever you are, has some sort of reading system. Basically, you create an account which gives you a free library card, and then you can go through, and if they have the book in their system, you can check it out for three weeks on of, of an ebook for three weeks. So what you can do is you're pretty much reading ebooks for free on your phone or your iPad, which is amazing because that's exactly what Kindle is if you're using the app, um, but it's free. So anyway, I've moral story is I've put the screen time on my Instagram and then I've added some book apps to my phone and I'm finding that I'm feeling a little bit more accomplished. I'm feeling a little bit better. I read two books in the last 10 days or so. Um, they weren't like super long. They were like 200 pages and 250 pages, but like that's way more than I normally do. So anyway, attention span stuff, I think it's because of social media. And I also think it's because we're just like, just so addicted to the constant news cycle. But again, like nobody wants to hear about that. We all know what that is. Are you feeling guilty for not doing the things you thought you'd be doing, i.e. reading, working on a side project, etc.? I mean, I knew what the answer to this was going to be. 91% of people said yes, they're feeling guilty. Which, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to... I have... Okay, so let's back up. I was listening to this podcast with John Ronson, where he was taught, where he has um, an anxiety disorder, and he was talking about how he gets so anxious about everything. Every time his wife leaves the house, he thinks that she's probably gonna die. Like he has to really like deal with some massive anxieties. And for some reason, in quarantine, he has not had a very difficult time managing his anxiety. And the uh, interviewer was like. What is that noise? Is someone lawn mowing? You guys, I don't know what the sounds of suburbia are. Okay, I apologize. Um, so, ooh, is that going to be really annoying? No, we're just going to move forward. So anyway, so the podcaster asked him, or the interviewer asked me, like, why do you think that is? And he said, I literally think I have been training my whole life to freak out about things that aren't real. And now I'm freaking out about something that is real. And so it kind of calms me, calms down my freak out. Now, and he said it in a much more eloquent way than I just said it. But basically he's like, I don't have that much anxiety because I've had anxiety my whole life and I know how to deal with it. And so I've learned, I've like flexed that muscle enough. And also this actually is real, which makes me not feel as anxious because I'm not making something up in my head. And it's, it's kind of a convoluted thought, but that, that is how I feel um, for the majority of the time. It really helps that we're not in the city anymore, like 100%. Going outside in New York City, the vibe is just tense. So when we were in the city, I really didn't like leaving the apartment. Um, but now that we're out of the city, I feel obviously very lucky, blah, blah. We do this disclaimer every time. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel very calm about the whole thing. I also think that I've gotten used to it. Like, I'm just 
this is just my routine right now, being in quarantine, working from home, being in sweatpants every day. I'm just kind of used to it. Um, and I also don't digest any news whatsoever. So, except for if it like flips up on social media. So, I mean, that's kind of been, I don't know. So anyway, so I feel like because I've been lucky enough to, I guess to have anxiety my whole life and freak out about things that aren't real, now that I am finally getting the opportunity to use this anxiety muscle um, that I've built up, I do have the brain space to work on my business. So I feel very lucky, like lucky and happy that I have the brain space. I, I don't know if I'll have it the whole time. Currently, I feel very motivated and I, I have the capacity to work on it. I don't feel like I can work on it all day, every day, but like I feel like I can continue to make progress. I was editing the website earlier this morning. I was adding in some new functionality so that it flows a lot better. Um, working on my Pinterest SEO stuff, working on um, some new blog post ideas, still kind of trying to figure out how I want to brand this blog and uh, or this this podcast and my YouTube channel. But anyway, no, I've just been like doing a lot of like thinking and then a, a good deal of like working on the computer. And I, th I really think it's because like, I'm, I'm just not mentally as affected by what's going on as a lot of other people are. And it's not a superiority thing at all. <laughs> I think I just got a weird, I don't know. So, but for people that are, are feeling like right now, the only thing I can do is like watch TV, sit on the couch, have a cocktail at 5 p.m. Like, the thing is, is like, I know what that feels like. Like, I know what it feels like to be, to feel like you're just laying around and you're like, I can't do anything, but I want to do something, but I can't. Um, we've talked about this before. That is uh, one of the things that depression can make you feel. So I totally get that. And I mean, there's really no like recipe for making yourself feel better or making yourself like not feel guilty. I think I would just, my advice for that would be to um, my therapist always says like shoulds will be the death of you. I should be doing this. I shouldn't feel bad about this. I should be able to have time for this. Um, I just recommend taking shoulds out of your vocabulary and just say I currently have am uh, going to, I'm currently going to sit on the couch and give myself some time because we're in the middle of a global fucking pandemic. Okay? Um, and the next day, if you feel like you need to do that, that's great. It's just like, I don't know, I'm more of a 15 minute by 15 minute kind of girl with this whole pandemic stuff. So like, I wouldn't go crazy planning out your day. I wouldn't go crazy like trying to force yourself to do stuff. And as always, my recommendation will be get the fuck off of social media because everybody on there, the only people that are posting are people that are churning out content and work and working, and it's going to make you feel like shit. And I'm really conscious of that, actually. I don't want to, for the limited number of people that follow me, I really don't want to contribute to any sort of negative feeling about not being productive because being productive is like so intrinsically tied to how we feel about our self-worth which is shitty. I mean, hi. I'm gonna take this off.
this opportunity to have some iced coffee. So, anyways, that's kind of, I hope that that made sense. I just, I, it, it, it wasn't surprising to me, but it did make me a little sad that so many people feel um, guilty because there's so many things to feel guilty for in this life and not working on your side hustle or starting your language classes or taking up knitting during a global once in a hundred years pandemic is really not one of them. So like, let's just all keep that in mind. Um, and then I asked, Then I asked open-ended, what are you doing to make yourself feel good right now if you are feeling guilty? Or like, what, what are you doing? And I got a lot of great answers. Um, staying away from social media and the minute I see something that might trigger this feeling, like baking sourdough bread or and like creating things, I scroll away. I love that. Everybody is baking bread. Guys, we don't have to bake bread. You, you don't have to start baking things just because there's a virus. doesn't make any sense. Stop baking bread. Uh, another person said, letting it be and trying to give myself grace. I love that. We can almost turn that into a mantra. I'm very big into mantras. So, like, when you feel yourself starting to get that little prickly sense on the back of your neck where you're like, oh, I should. You hear yourself say should. That's a good, another trigger word. You stop it. And you say either out loud or in your head, I'm going to let it be and I'm going to try to give myself grace. And then you just have to sit there for a second like an idiot. And that's how you get to, that's how sometimes you can change your mindset. Talking less to people around me, lol, it's really helped somehow. I mean, yeah. Girl, if you want to be alone, like, do you. This is, we've already talked about preferences on this podcast. Your preference, your preferences um, are more important than ever right now. Reframe the more pleasurable activities I choose to do instead of as helpful as productive. So, oh, I get what she's saying. So like, so like the person that wrote that, she goes on runs every day, but she's reframing that as I'm working out because I wanna be productive to I'm working out because I want to take care of myself today. Reframing is so simple and so important and it's something that gets brought up in therapy all the time. The way that you think about things is, like for an example, when I was talking with my therapist the other day about friendships and who's close to you, and I was like, yeah, you know, I just need to maybe decide like who I don't let in as much. She's like, or, I don't let it. Yeah. And she was like, what if instead of deciding who you don't let in, what if you decide who you do let in? Because that's going to be a much smaller group of people and that's a much more positive frame than like, who are we kicking out of your inner brain circle? Do you know what I mean? I'm not sure if that makes sense. 
Uh, it's kind of like a glass half full type deal. Accepting that if I'm not in the mood to do it, I might be later. Ugh, that is so true. Um, and vice versa. Like right now, I'm in the mood to get some shit done that's been on my to-do list because I don't like looking at a full to-do list. But a few days ago, was not in the mood to do podcasting. Thank God it was a holiday, so I had an excuse. I just like didn't have anything to say to you guys. I was like, I just, I don't have anything profound right now. I don't have any good topics. I try to come up with topics ahead of time, but the way this has worked so far is pretty much fly by night. So anyway, accepting that if I'm not in the mood to do it now, I might be later. You totally will be later. Your current mood is not your forever mood. Um, reminding myself to keep things in perspective. It's a pandemic and things are weird. So I need to allow myself to process things, take my time and be kind to myself. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, and I, I feel this especially uh, now that it, I do have a routine and I'm feeling somewhat normal. I mean, as normal as like this is, I do have to remind myself when I get frustrated with myself that this we are in a pandemic and we are social distancing and we are wearing masks outside and we are not allowed to see our parents and like blah 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 and like not allowed to see our parents I mean like popping over to infect them etc please don't at me you know what I mean um so I do think like if you start to sink into a routine and you're starting to kind of feel normal and then you start to beat yourself up for things you can just kind of say, you know what, like, I, that we are in the middle of, like, some crazy shit right now, so let me just, like, calm down, take a day off from beating myself up, and, like, let's, let's reframe this, shall we? Because it's not helpful to anybody. Trying to do little things every day that feel productive and mixing them with fun things. I mean, yeah, of course. Sure. So, I really liked those answers. Um, I asked, do you prefer a routine? Oops, sorry. Do you prefer a routine to maintain normalcy or are you throwing it out and doing whatever feels good? It was 50, it was 47% say they follow a routine. 53% said I live 15 minutes at a time. I think I live I do a mix. Like I have a routine of like times I get coffee, times I like do stuff. But I also am very much like, what do I feel like doing right now? I have about 10 things I need to be, I need to do. Which one of these things do I currently feel like doing? You know what I mean? Does that make sense to me? The other night I jumped in the pool just because I was like, you know what? I'm just like feeling like jumping in the pool. And it was cold and I was just like, it's fine. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just going to jump in the pool. <sighs> okay. This one. This one was the one that surprised me. Are we ready? Do you want your old life back from the high-low? 69% no, said no. I will change it a little bit. That is much higher than I thought it would be, you guys. And I think... I think I'm in the same boat with you, with that 69%. I love my old pre-pandemic life in New York but there are definitely lessons and things small things I will take away from this time of being much more solitary which is um, 
you know, like your friendships really matter. So like make sure you're nurturing those, but also don't, don't like overdo it with going out all the time, meeting your friends for drinks all the time, being, just being out. I think that there's something, obviously we all want to go to a restaurant right now, like so badly, but there is something really nice about having a few days a week in. And I was a big going out for dinner, going out for drinks kind of person. I just loved being out and about and not in my house. And I've really, really taken a 180 on that. I just, I feel like I have a lot more time to think when I'm not constantly in motion. And I don't want to say that I'm more present because that's annoying when people say that, but I am. I'm sure there's other things I'll take away from the pandemic, but I just, yeah. I think, I mean, we've talked about boundaries. Definitely boundaries are super important. I'm gonna to continue to assert and um, kind of move those around how I see fit. And yeah, I think I, I really like the concept of reframing. I've been doing a little bit of that recently. And I think whenever I have some negative thoughts or negative ideas about myself or people around me, reframing them um, into something positive or at least something um, that is um, curious. So instead of being negative, just being curious about something and saying, well, maybe, maybe I don't know the answer. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've chilled out quite a bit because I've had time to be alone with my thoughts and to journal honestly and for the moment I'm feeling quite relaxed could I come on here on Sunday and be strung out as fuck and be like you guys the world is over I mean like maybe but I don't think so so were those questions interesting was that helpful I hope it was um, I'm sitting here like sprawled out in this chair, by the way. I could not look more relaxed. Um, I saw a wild turkey the other day and then I tripped and fell because I got distracted by it. So that was cool. Um, I mean, I think that's it. I've been doing a lot of journaling and a lot of note taking. Um, Oh, oh, I wrote down the quote from therapy. It's not the degree to which you cut someone out. It's the degree to which you let someone in. And that also, that reframing of friendships and of your inner circle and of trust is also really helpful because when you reframe it, like letting someone in, that means that the default is having that boundary, which is really healthy. So... Previously in my life, I've had a habit of just being like, oh my God, of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they can be my friend and this person can be my friend and like, and until they show me that they're not trustworthy, like everybody's great. And I'm not saying that I'm like a bitch now, but there's no reason to overshare with people who you don't know. That's a sign of not having boundaries. And I definitely overshared with people I don't know. And then I get this terrible like vulnerability hangover feeling afterwards to quote Glennon Doyle because I'm like oh my god that was way too much that was like un that was like not called for um so 
yeah, I'm liking the reframing of making it, you know, just being conscious and being aware of what I'm doing. And I don't know, I don't really have a ton to say on that. I just really like that. I took another Salesforce exam and passed it, and that felt amazing. So that was something I was journaling about. Oh, I'm going to leave you with this, this Anthony Bourdain quote. So we all know my um, deep sort of love and reverence for Anthony Bourdain. He got me, his show Parts Unknown got me through uh, one of the hardest points in my life, which was between uh, dropping out of college and moving to New York and feeling like my life was over. And being able to watch Parts Unknown on the TV at my mom's house was just like such a reprieve for 30 minutes or whatever, how long it is, to be able to tr like travel somewhere in my mind and just like, you know, be hang out with Anthony. And it was just, it was, it was the only show I could watch that would really take my mind off of what was happening. So I watched the tribute special to him that came out in their most recent season of Parts Unknown because I've been wanting to watch it, but I didn't want to watch it when I was like in a bad place because I don't know. I've never had like a celebrity that I feel really close to and like I was really affected by their death um, until Anthony Bourdain passed away. So I wrote down this quote that he said. Uh, it's season 12, episode four. I would describe myself as a lucky cook that gets to tell stories. I would like to flatter myself and say that I'm an essayist, but I'm a storyteller. I see stuff, I talk about that, I talk about how it made me feel at the time. If you can do that honestly, that's about the best you can hope for, I think. And that, and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic here and compare myself to Anthony Bourdain because I'm not, that's not the move, but that is how I feel about the writing that I do for myself on my blog. Um, I just, I feel like I'm trying to be honest and I'm trying to share my experience in a way that will be, in a way that it kind of touches on some sort of universal truth that other people have experienced. Um, and I talk about how it made me feel at the time or how it might make you feel and that sort of shared experience. So anyway, I, I really, yeah, I just miss him and I, I really liked that quote. So you guys, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, what am I gonna go do? I haven't, I don't have any emails yet. I mean, I guess I need to get started on work. So I'm gonna talk to you later. Thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for having just like a loose cash chat. We'll be back on Sunday with, I mean, Lord knows what. And yeah, send me your comments and your questions to sarah at sarahcousins.com. You can see my new revamped website at sarahcousins.com. It is looking pretty good if I do say so myself. And we are chugging along. Um, make sure to listen to the last episode about manifesting, uh, I talked about all of my goals and future ideas for my business and Sarah Cousins Design as a whole. Um, and I got pretty personal <laughs> about like what my wants are um, in a way that I don't really hear about too much with people. I, you only hear about it in retrospect, I guess. 
not necessarily somebody that hasn't done it yet. So anyway, um, that was me being accountable to you. So listen to that one if you if you want to. All right, I love you. Thanks so much. Oh, another bird. Okay, goodbye.